In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl, like uh, most around Northeast Ohio, a little bit under the weather like we all are right now. I think we've all had something along the way over the last two, three weeks here, and we just keep our fingers crossed that it's not COVID because that will knock you out. So, uh, Daryl, let's start off with the Pro Bowl announcement that was made uh, when this airs on Thursday morning last night. So your thoughts on our three Pro Bowlers and the alternates. Uh, yeah, no surprises, and uh, at least from my perspective, no snubs. Um, we always seem to talk about those every year when it comes to the Pro Bowlers, uh, you know, guys getting snubbed. But Miles Garrett, uh, Joe Batonio, Nick Chubb, uh, named to the team, your alternates, Amari Cooper, Jack Conklin, Denzel Ward, Wyatt Teller, and David Njoku. And uh, I kind of agree with all those. So, uh, I don't really have any hot takes for you as far as Browns that got uh, snubbed. Um, you know, seeing as they are six and eight and where they're at, it, it's kind of hard to argue. Um, and, and uh, you know, um, uh, I think Amari Cooper, uh, who's uh, approaching the thousand yard mark for the sixth time in his career, um, uh, certainly uh, deserving of uh, consideration, but you know, he was named an alternate. So yeah, I mean, it, it's really hard for me to have like a hot take about guys getting snubbed or whether or not the Browns were or are represented enough uh, in, in the uh, pro bowl games or whatever the hell they're calling this uh, now, because it's no longer a game, right? They got rid of right. the game. It's a flag so, football game, isn't it? Yeah, they're doing flag football and they're doing a bunch of skills competitions and stuff like that. So um, I think part of that for safety, part of that to encourage participation uh, and part of it so that they can still make money. Because we know the TV ratings have been pretty good the last couple of years, no matter what. I mean, even if you get 4,000 people that are watching probably one of the worst football games in the history of the game when they were playing, whether uh, what were they, they were in – they were in Hawaii for a long time. I can't even remember where they were they playing. Where they played it? Uh, where they play last year? I don't well, well they they played in. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, Hawaii was the big carrot. Yeah. Right? Well, that uh, that stadium's kind of like falling on hard times. So yeah, I believe the University of Hawaii is building a new stadium, but it's not nearly as big or as extravagant. I think they've just kind of uh, come to terms with the Pro Bowl. Well, won't be back uh on the islands again like that was the only reason for players to go was, was the, to go to hawaii for a week yeah, yeah I get it. it was the vacation to hawaii um orlando uh orlando, that was hosted that in that stadium i mean it it's a nice stadium but it's not I've been there before yeah it's not an nfl stadium no no you know i was there for an outback bowl a couple years ago when minnesota played and it was just like yeah whatever yeah so it's not a, a fancy NFL stadium, so yeah, uh, you know, it'll be in Vegas this uh, next month uh, at the end of January. So nothing crazy will happen in Vegas. We won't have any sidebar stories that week. Again, thank you for your silence. Actually, they might actually get people to show up for this one, because especially with online gambling. 
Come on, after the first of the year, you'll be able to bet on the Pro Bowl here in Ohio. That's right. That um, Daryl, let's uh, it just what does it mean to be a Pro Bowl? Like, does he think it still means the same to these guys? It, it, I mean, you're it doesn't wouldn't it just make more sense to call these guys all pro? I think that's the honor, isn't it? Well, that's the Associated Press's award is all pro. So um I am of the belief that the Pro Bowl should be you're a pro bowler and that's it. Like I, I but the NFL has money to make, so that's why they're they do this thing. They come they came up with all the the this uh, Pro Bowl games bit that they came up with. They realized the game is a sham, but they had money to make. That's why they played it, right? They didn't, you know. I give them credit for acknowledging that the product was crap, and so they needed to come up with something new or different. But to me, I just feel like Pro Bowl, similar to All Pro you know, paper recognition. But here's the thing. When you talk about like Hall of Fame consideration and stuff like that, Andy, Pro Bowls matter. Like Joel Batonio making five straight Pro Bowls. I think if he's able to make the next three Pro Bowls, he's a Hall of Fame. He'll be he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I agree um, with you. You know, Miles Garrett's up to four Pro Bowls now, right? He's on track to be a Hall of Famer. Um so I, the the recognition of Pro Bowl does that's why it matters. Not so much because of the events or the game or whatever, right? It's the recognition of being a Pro Bowler. That's why it still is relevant and it still matters. But uh, I, again, I just I feel like it should be similar to the Associated Press All Pro recognition where. It's something that goes on the resume, and that's really all it is. But that's not going to happen because the NFL has money that they uh, can make, and so they're going to make it. Uh, I fully anticipate for these events in Las Vegas, the Death Star is going to be packed. There's going to be 65,000 people in that stadium watching, and there's going to be a couple million people watching on television. I mean, look. I'm going to watch just out of curiosity. Like, I'm not going to watch, you know, I just, I want to see how this is all going to. It does seem weird to have 65,000 for a flag football game, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm just saying. It it seems weird, but you know people are going to show up for it, right? As long as everybody walks out of that thing healthy, that's fine. Speaking of health, Daryl, let's let's switch gears to the Browns here for a second. Um, Nick Chubb, uh, what's the status on his health going into this game this weekend? I say he plays. I'll be surprised if he didn't play. Because here's the code. If a player talks leading up to a game, there's a 90% chance that player is actually going to play in the game, regardless of their injury designation. We talked to Nick Chubb on Tuesday. And first of all, we didn't even know he was hurt when we spoke to him, number one, because he was put on the injury, you know, he was DNP injury report. After we had talked to him, we got a uh, the first practice of the week. The team sends what's called a pre-practice injury report so that we know uh, who they expect not to practice. So it was a little bit of a surprise when they said Nick Chubb, DNP, uh, expected DNP. But the, the irony of that is we had just gotten done talking to Nick about never missing practice and never taking days off in practice. And then all of a sudden oh, he's got a foot injury and is a DNP. And not only was he a DNP Tuesday, it was DNP Wednesday. We'll see. Uh, Obviously, this podcast will drop before Thursday's practice. But my anticipation is, Andy, that he will play. He might not have to have the same workload, 
but I think he's going to play on Saturday. All right, Daryl, that's all good news. We have a lot to talk about when it comes to the game, and we're going to come back and do that in a second here. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, all you need to do is subscribe to the podcast, and it will come to you so easily.